0: Welcome to Living Orthodoxy, an invitation to a deeper life in Christ, a podcast of St. Philip Orthodox Church in Souderton, Pennsylvania, dedicated to connecting the liturgical and spiritual life of the Orthodox parish with the life of the Orthodox home. Presenting the weekly homilies of our parish pastors, Father Noah Buscelli and Father James Thayer, as well as discussions of the liturgical year and Orthodox life and practice by Justin Bowl and Jeff Hyatt. Now, here is Father Noah Buscelli. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Glory to Jesus Christ. This is the day which the Lord has made. I have a really short sermon today because after the liturgy, Father James is going to tell us about his pilgrimage. And welcome back, Father, we missed you. The epistle this morning from 2nd Corinthians, chapter 12, has perhaps the most sublime and deep line, arguably, in all of Holy Scripture. My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. There are many others that rival it, in depth, in sublimity. But I think this is the most important one for me as I'm aging and as I'm getting to know myself more and more. St. Paul lays bare his soul. He lays bare the, the sorrow and he alludes to the thorn in his flesh, which scholars argue about what that really was. And he pleaded the Lord to take it from him, whatever this affliction was. And his answer was not the answer that he wanted, I'm sure. Sometimes we beg God for things and we don't get the answer that we want. Sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes the answer is wait. And his answer was, my grace is sufficient for you. This is what our Lord said to him, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. I think that this this beautiful line really tells the entire gospel in that one sentence. My strength is made perfect in weakness. Because our Lord Jesus Christ left heaven surrounded by the angelic armies. He left the throne and he came down to be weak. And he experienced human life in all the senses, of of course, except for sin. And among those experiences, we have the, the wonderful miracle of the raising of the son of the widow of Nain. Christians are to go from glory to glory, we are told in chapter 3 of 2 Corinthians. Speaking of that, if you haven't read 2 Corinthians for a, a while, it's a good idea to read it. There's so much there. Read about one chapter a day and stew on it. Chew on it. Let it occupy your mind. Let it be the soundtrack of your day. Let it sift your conscience and guide your actions and season your speech. But in chapter 3 of 2 Corinthians, he says that Christians are to go from glory to glory, and yet we are seeing our Lord go from weakness to weakness, leaving glory and becoming weaker and weaker and weaker to the point of betrayal and neglect, spitting, humiliation, exposure, puncture, and death. From weakness to weakness. And he has shown us the way to to really go from glory to glory. We can pretend that we are strong, we can pretend that we can do everything. But we can only do everything in Christ who has tasted the weakness of our human nature and has transformed it, experienced the weakness of our our human existence, and exalted it. But the key for that is our humility, which I'm really good at talking about, but not really good at having, exercising. It's much easier to talk about it. It's like prayer. It's much easier to talk about prayer than it is to actually pray. So I invite you to be vulnerable to God. The answer, perhaps, that you will get is not the answer that you want. And to to close my few poor words, I want to tell you briefly about Mother Alexandra, who was a um, the founder of the monastery in Elwood City. She was a princess in Romania, and she had the unhappy lot in life to see the country fall apart to the communists as she was coming into her own as one of the nobility of the country. And she went from glory to weakness until eventually she had to be flee in exile And I just read her memoirs from that time, about 20 years span of time. And it's amazing that as difficult as it was for her and as sorrowful as it was for her to leave her country, to see her people disintegrating, to see the faith being smudged over by godlessness, she still served, she still encouraged, and she used all of her glory as a nobility, as the princess, to help people. How many times did she go to jails to get people out of jail? How many times did she wait until a train of broken soldiers came through so she could give them a little bit of food? How many hospitals did she start? She was going from weakness to weakness, and yet she was going from glory to glory. So, the simple trick for us is that the way of humility is the way of exaltation. If we want to go up, we have to go down. And this is nothing new to us, because St. James quotes the Proverbs, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. God resists the proud, but give grace to the humble. St. Paul says it like this, Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, and He will lift you up. And what does humility mean? I don't know. That's a question for, for us to chew on. But brothers and sisters, let's be true to God, and be faithful to God, and be vulnerable with God in our prayers and say, Lord, help me, because I'm weak and your strength is made perfect in my weakness. Help me to be faithful in whatever little undertaking I have for your glory. Amen.